0: Please stand by. We'll be streaming live soon. ...away from them, right? <clears throat> when, um, at the end of World War II, the United States disarmed Japan. They took away their ability, and, and they could scream and yell all they want, and say, we're going to come and kill you, but they did not have the arms to do so. They were disarmed. So, Jesus speaks here of the authority that God is giving him authority through what seems in the eyes of the world to be a massive defeat to hang on a Roman cross. He says, in so doing, I am disarming the powers and principalities and all of Satan's army. Praise God. Okay. Even as thou gavest him authority over all mankind or all flesh, that to all whom thou hast given him, he may give eternal life. This theme of those to whom God has given Jesus, it runs through the book of John. You see that phrase many times. And what does this mean? Thou, those, All whom thou hast given him. Well, we read in John 3.16, God so loved the world. Jesus came to save the whole world. But not all have believed on him, have they? No. Not all received. So Jesus very clearly and, and unapologetically, I might say, draws a line between those who are his and those who are not. Yeah. And yeah. unfortunately, this line is getting very blurred today. Anybody want to speak to that? Yes. <laughs> Matt does. Um in the world we, we see today, we have a lot of people who want to use Jesus' name to try and gain some sort of uh, uh, authority over a situation or to say, like, I understand righteousness or whatever, whatever. And there's a lot of people who will say this is good, this in Jesus' name, but it's really a bad thing, mm-hmm. especially what we're seeing, you know, in America today. I don't know about other countries, but here it's very serious. Okay. There are three voices, the voice of God. The voice suggest, huh? suggest. the voice of man mm-hmm. a the voice of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. we, we need to discern which is of God and which is not yeah a lot of voice of men speaking all kinds of things but God will not make it uh, uh, approve it. it might be successful it looks very successful yeah. there's a lot of people present. But there's no conviction. Where there's no conviction, there's not a presence of God. Yep. Kathy? And something else is, um, that I'm hoping that the church comes back to is that Jesus comes with truth and grace. And a lot of times, I feel like the church, we, we have half of a Jesus. Yep. So we have the grace, but he comes with the truth, yeah. too. Yep. That's right. And so he unapologetically speaks the truth there. And says that there are some who who have him, <laughs> some who are his, and there are others who are not. Um, that's, that's hard for us sometimes to say to other people because we don't want to hurt someone's feelings. But as Kathy said, the gospel has to be spoken in love but in full truth. Finally, verse 3 is where we're going to, that's as far as we're going to get today. Jesus is still praying. He's going to pray for 26 verses. So we've just begun this prayer. He says to his Father, And this is eternal life, that they may know Thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom Thou hast sent. This is eternal life. If you want to know what is eternal life, he just told us that we may know God, the one true God, to know Him and Him alone as the only way, truth, and life. To know Him as He really is and not as we think Him to be. Amen? Amen? Um, so Jesus has said clearly this is eternal life, that they may have a right set of beliefs. No. This is eternal life, that they may have good theology, that they may have degrees in um, Masters of Divinity and know all about church history. Many things that people would call having a relationship with God or being a Christian, Jesus said there's one definition, to know him. And that was the Apostle Paul's prayer in Philippians 3, that I may know him, right? Right? He talked about all of his credentials. If you recall that passage from Philippians 3, his education, his credentials, his birth line, he said, "Oh, it's all rubbish. I have one desire, that I may know him. That is eternal life, to know God. The simplest child can have this. An illiterate person who can't read a theological book can have this. A blind person, a deaf person, it isn't about Ability, knowledge, education, although there's room for all those things. But eternal life comes only through knowing the one true God. And I take comfort in um, Philippians 2. Philippians 2, I'm just going to read. The whole passage there is so awesome, but I'm just going to read verses 9 through 11. If I can get to Philippians, I keep flipping past it. very good Yeah. therefore also God highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of those who are in heaven and on earth and under the earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father this isn't if this is when every knee will bow every tongue will confess. And that gives why does that give me comfort? Because I hear all the lies going on out there. I hear all the ranting and raving and causes and people speaking what they think is the most important message. But one day, every single tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Every single knee will bow to him. Everyone without exception. And and that comforts me to know that you know, we we want to know how to fix our broken society and our culture, and so we're trying to sometimes add our voice to it to bring people, bring sense. But but it's really not going to happen until that day comes when every knee bows and every tongue confesses that Jesus Christ is Lord, and it is going to happen. It's not if, it's when. So um. There's much more. We've gone to verse 3. We have 26 verses of this prayer as Jesus interacts and pours out his heart to his Father. So we'll go more tomorrow as we see the heart and the purpose of Jesus and his Father and the motivation of Jesus in this prayer. Um, we're going to get to verse 11 and verse 26 where he begins to pray for us Um at that we be one with the Father just the way he is one with the Father he's opening the way for us to have a relationship as close to the Father as he has yeah. which seems impossible <laughs> but Jesus prayed it so coming full circle this is a prayer that will be answered yeah. Jesus prayed the impossible for us w- will his prayer be answered absolutely. yes absolutely absolutely So we'll look further tomorrow as he moves into the climax of it, asking for us that we be one with the Father, the same as he is. So um, bless you, and we will see you tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. Have a good day.